You're listening to This Is Spinal Crap, the podcast about living well with spinal cord injury. Remember, if you heard it on This Is Spinal Crap, it's probably not medically correct, so always check with your spinal unit or an appropriate medical professional. This Is Spinal Crap is sponsored by Coloplast, providing effective solutions for bladder and bowel management. Hello and welcome back to This Is Spinal Crap. This is the juicy one. Today we're going to be talking about sex mm. and all relationship and love stuff uh, that sometimes goes with it. So the Spinal Crap team are Grace Spence-Green. Hello. Rubaiyat Ahmed. Hello. Chris Keogh. Hey. Mark Henderson. Hello. Ian Mackey. Hola. And myself, Ruth Early. Um, so, yeah. It's not a new topic for us because we talk about it a lot. (laughs) So it seems when people with spinal cord injuries become friends, the conversations usually revolve around either sex or poo. Um, And next week we're going to be talking about poo. So uh, the whole relationship, sex, love area um, is already kind of a minefield. Um, But then you go get yourself a spinal cord injury. What comes next? Well, you guys are all still figuring this out. So I'm going to ask you about some of your hilarious and utterly not hilarious experiences of love slash sex with a spinal injury. Ian, I'm going to come to you first. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, That's simply special. because... He looks like the <laughs> Yeah. Don't be rude. Um, <laughs> um, I well, the reason I I'm said coming. You look like the most experienced. Oh, no, it means you're old. No, with your hair, that was back in the day. Ian, when you had your injury, you were at the kind of point in your love story where it should have been the most exciting time. Tell us about your marriage to Stacey. So, yeah, my accident happened 22 days after I got married. So we were, I think, five days back from honeymoon. Um, So, yeah, pretty of a horrific time for sort of us both. Um, Yeah, in terms of our relationship, um, Stacey is absolutely amazing. Um, Puts up with me, which is pretty fantastic in in itself. Um, and I, to be fair, when you're in hospital and ICU with tubes coming out of your sex isn't really sort of the first thing on your mind. Um, also, when you've got an internal catheter, that sort of uh, doesn't really help things or thinking sexy time. Um, but when all that goes, uh, which it eventually does, um, yeah, we had chats with the sexual health nurse at uh, Stanmore, uh, which was very useful for us both just to understand what can happen and what can't happen. So in my situation, I have no fear. I should be paralyzed in the waist down. I shouldn't be able to walk, but I can. Um, but that means that I, my bladder and bowel control are very intermittent, shall we say. And um, nothing works as it used to. So the little blue pills that you mentioned previously is, is now something of a habitual diet for me uh, or shall be in the near future. Um Habitual. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope Stacey has something. <laughs> the way I feel right now, probably not. <laughs> but yeah, so we we uh, I've been to the doctor. You can get uh, the blue pills on prescription. 
uh, which not many people might know. You can also get them at your spawner unit. They have authority to give them to you. Um, and it depends what strength and everything you want to go for. Um, full strength. Full strength. <laughs> <laughs> for hours and days. It sort of lose the, loses the romance slightly out of the whole, whole thing. Mm. But then, you know... That was something you said to me before about it takes the spontaneity out of oh, the Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me 30 minutes and I'm going to rock you. I'm going to rock you for five minutes. <laughs> and Chris, how about spontaneity? I mean, is, is that a big problem then, say, in your relationship? Do you find that, or do you find other ways to make up for that? Yeah, I think you have to be creative with it. So say, for instance, I get home from work a little bit earlier, I might pop it. Um, you know, and then sort of be laying there exactly. being like, no need to wait, I'm ready. Yeah. So it's been like, you know, bit of a bit, picture bit in of my head too. now that doesn't need to be there. I anymore. knew it, I knew you were picturing him. Always. Uh, so um, that, there's, there, there's ways around it. And the great thing is, echoing your point, in uh, when you go to talk to the uh, sexual function nurse. Uh, I think there are so many options for you in whatever you want yeah, to do. You want to have kids, you want to have regular sex, whatever you want. There are loads and loads of options. So it's it's something I think we all worried about. Like, yeah, you know, massive. when you wake up and you, yeah, like you said, you want Ingram after or whatever. Um, but there's loads of options. So it, I think that immediately put me at ease. And I hope it does for everyone else listening as well. Yeah, it did me too. <laughs> You have it forever ingrained in your brain there, don't you? <laughs> um, Ian, you had a lovely wedding. I did, yeah, amazing. Yeah, down in Cornwall. Uh, we hired a fort for a weekend, had our nearest and dearest, 60 people there. Um, fantastic, absolutely amazing weekend. And then flew to, where did we go? Antigua for nice. seven days. So, yeah, pretty amazing time. Um, brought down to earth again with a bump, quite literally. Serious bump. Um, <laughs> did you have a good time? Yeah, I did actually. I looked all right in hospital. <laughs> it faded real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see sunlight for what, six weeks? Yeah. So do you have any tips for Chris then? Yeah, come for on. his his upcoming nuptials. Yeah, come on. Do I have any tips for you? Um say I do. Um, oh yeah Big one. one thing you need to do is when you look back down the aisle is smile because I didn't do that because I was preventing myself from crying oh, or biting yeah. inside of my lip because I didn't want to be oh, horrifically yes. bawling my eyes out so when Stacey got next to me she said you do like what I'm wearing don't yeah. you <laughs> That's a really good point. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had a stern look on my face. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I thought, which is going to be worse, a stern look or me absolutely yeah. blubbing my eyes out? Yeah. Yeah. I went for the stern look. Ian, out of interest, what was your song for your first dance? Uh, we had a bit of a mix-up. So we had um, a song. Oh, crumb, I've got to remember it now. Um, Chris Isaac, uh, Wicked Game. Which is a I've bit never, of a sort of... Your music is just... I've never heard any of these. Have you not? No. Yeah, it's because I'm old. This? Chris Isaac... Uh, I'm not get, should I try and sing it? Yes. No, yeah, yes, no. please. Like, yes, <laughs> please. Well, the band sang it. So it wasn't, the xylophone. <laughs> the, band, the band sang it, but they did match up between oh, okay. um, Chris Isaac's uh, Wicked Game and Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. You got your first dance with your wife was Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, if that was me, it would have been the shortest. <laughs> <laughs> it went down the store. That's brilliant. Absolutely. And what do you think of this one for, um, you know, for when Chris gets married? Yes. 
Give me your answer. Give me your answer by then. Might be later in the evening, actually. <laughs> Maybe down the aisle, as you mentioned. Uh, no, 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 no. It's the Ed Sheeran one, it has to be, isn't it? You got it right, first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Houston, four. Venable four gigs up there. Weddings and christenings. Yeah. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Um, so, so yeah, Chris. Yeah. When you had your injury, mm-hmm. um, you ended up in an acute hospital followed by rehab. Mm-hmm. Daisy was by your side for every day. Every day. Almost um, every day while in intensive care, she was the first one to come in, last one to leave. She was sneaking fifteen minutes early. Wow. And the day they told me I'd never walk again, they let her stay overnight as well, which I thought was wow. was a really nice touch actually. So we just stayed in there in the bed together. It was really nice. But they were wrong. So yeah, yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and yeah, sorry, you were finishing your question. No, no, that, really but that basically you. was was my question. Was yeah. you know how how important was she there? Oh, incredibly. Like I, I in intensive care, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep straight for eight days. So most of the night, I would sit there and literally just watch the clock go by. And knowing that Daisy's going to walk in at 10 o'clock whenever they let people in, and she'd be at 9.15, I would just wait for that moment for her to come. And she'd always bring, like, a, I don't know, a drink or something. Because about at the end of it, I was actually allowed to drink rather than suck on the sponge. <laughs> um, so I had a really weird craving for Fanta Lemon. And she always bought me Fanta Lemon. Because that's actually quite hard to get in the UK, I think. But yeah, um, I'd have, like, vivid dreams about it. Really weird. Um, and, you know, um, she like, would... Daisy or Fanta Lemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really weird. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I owe so much to her because it was, yeah, you know, every day when I went to the second hospital before I went into Istanbul, um, you know, she would come at the end of the day, every day after work, and just someone to talk to. Because it can be lonely, right? You know, mm. it's boring. It's yeah, yeah, yeah it's I mean, when you're in hospital, there's not much to do. And when I was in East Surrey Hospital, my second hospital I stayed, the activity that I would do, I was only allowed in the wheelchair for an hour a day or two hours a day as I grew up to it. Um, we would just sit outside and like literally change benches every day. That was like our thing to do. You know? yeah, just yeah. sit there and people watch, really. So knowing that she was coming every day, it was just just fantastic, you know. And she was there um, when I had the injury as well. She was the first. She actually got to the hospital before I did in the ambulance, believe it or not. Oh, wow. so she was there waiting for me and so on. So, so yeah, I know I'm very lucky to have her, and uh, hence why I put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, uh, you know, a, a question I was going to ask. Did you know before your injury? Did you have any plans to propose, or at mm. what point did you know you would definitely want to marry this girl? I, I did. I was um, saving up for like a, a ring, and then obviously the wedding after that. I didn't want to be one of those who propose and then you wait like two, three years to get married. Um, and then yeah, one of the injuries, I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I've just I've got to got to lock her down after all of this and I asked her dad for his permission in intensive care both cried like babies um, and yeah it was just incredible so uh, yeah it was it did spark the like you know I'm not waiting anymore now I, yeah. I have to I have to whatever funds I have He's going on the ring for her. I actually got a sister to source it as well. Thank God, because I had no clue what I was doing. That was actually probably Square, worked out circle, quite well. Dark quality yeah, yeah. of diamonds, all new to me, so thank God. Do yeah. you think that your injury changed your relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. I think it... I think it strengthened it somewhat. I, I wouldn't say we changed too much, but, you know, like... I guess you spend more time together and, you know, I'm, I rely on her much more than, than I, I used to. And, um, you know, it, it, you know, I think 
given that what we've been through, I think it's just a, it's a special bond, you know, that uh, you know, going through a trauma, traumatic incident. Yeah. Uh, that's something like none other. So I think it was already special, but it just makes it extra a little bit special now for, for everything we've been to and still be together. And, you know, I think the, the love that we have for each other following everything that's gone on is, um, yeah, just, just made it extra, extra special. Would you say the same, Ian? Completely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And was there ever a moment for either of you, was there ever a time where you wondered what was going to happen? Was there ever a time where you thought maybe things weren't going to work out or that you worried that, I don't know, that any kind of future mightn't be possible with you? Yeah, completely. I yeah, did. definitely. Absolutely. In the fact that, you know, we just got married. Stacey didn't sign up for me being in the wheelchair, being told I'd never walk again. No sexual function, no, you know, nothing like that. So... To, to have that thrust upon us so soon in our marriage was just horrific. Mm. Having been on such a high, you're then on mm. such a low. It's, um, I found it really hard. I think Stacey found it hard, but she's very stoic. She, she, um, she never showed that to me. She was always very upbeat, very positive and very um, confident. Um, whereas I, I would, you know, fall down to the depths of despair, I think, when, a lot of the time in Stanmore. Um, I found it very, very hard. But, you know, you, you just have to work through it. It's just what, what you got to have to do, isn't it? I think we're in hospital as well when you haven't got that independence yet. No, exactly. And, and you're yeah, seriously yeah. questioning, like, I really just struggled to transfer. I used to go right up to the plinth and my physio would be like, yeah, go on, off you go. And I would wait for them to come back before I even transfer. I'd be so scared of falling down. Um, you know, and, and there were points there where I think, God, do I want Daisy to, to go through this? Mm. God, I, I don't want her having to lift me up onto the bloody plinth or onto a bed or into a car forever. And, you know... And, you sort of, at that point, you think, oh, God, I'm not sure. I mean, now, you know, looking back now, now I can transfer off anything. I can get into, I like to think I can get into any car, I can mm. transfer onto any sofa, off any, anything. Um, so at that point, I think it's so vulnerable. It's natural to have those thoughts. But, and again, you know, it's hopefully when you see, you know, people who are a year post their accident and the progression that they're making, you just have to think of that and, you know, not much will change. It's, um, you know, it, it, it does get better as time, time gets on and you become eventually more independent. Yeah, without a doubt. Grace, your relationship is very strong as well. How important has Nathan been in your recovery? I think vital. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I would have done without him and my parents. I remember sort of having the same thing where I woke. I remember waking up at the Royal London when I kind of first was properly awake and I remember he was there and I remember this sense of like absolute relief. Because mm. you kind of think when something happens to you that I'd know everyone will leave or it just won't, you get this horrible feeling that you're sort of on your own. But... Um, yeah, unbelievable sense of relief. And yeah, he was there every day, every day in Stanmore. He um he managed his work was really helpful and gave him a six month break. So he was wow. there yeah. every day, yeah. um every day bringing me a variety of <laughs> weird. Yeah, I always had really weird cravings yeah. in hospital. I'd be like, I want a salmon bagel. And I want it from this place. <laughs> so he'd, he'd deliver the goods as well. Um, yeah. It's definitely made us strong. We're already really strong, but I think it is when you go through something traumatic together. And you both go through it, you know, they have their own trauma. It's not just necessarily is it, it's about them as well. So that was really important. Um, Going back to live with him then, how how scary was that? I think it wasn't that scary. I mean, he sort of takes things as a... Uh, an adventure. He thinks it's all like a challenge. It's just, oh, we're going to do it together. I felt more like a team rather than me being the one, the helpless one. It felt like we both had to deal with this challenge together. Um, so it wasn't really that scary. I think sometimes I do still feel like a, a burden, which is quite scary. But I sort of remind myself that 
it's not like they have to do it, they want to do it. That's yeah. why they I found that very hard actually. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Being so independent before, mm. I think yeah. we're all probably the same. Yeah. Yeah. Then having to rely on someone to do things or help yeah. you out and stuff. I found that even now I find that hard. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities between being male and being female. Um but there's a lot of differences as well, obviously, with it when you have an injury. Um I the some of the funnier stories that I've heard, Chris, yeah. you need to share with us uh, because I don't think the girls would share these stories. So let's talk about uh, the boys first out. Yeah. Um, tell us about the, you know, when you decided to just check if everything was working or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. So um, I'm not sure if you guys have gone through this, but um, at Stanmore, if you're an inpatient, you've got a patient, maybe you've gone through the same. Um, there is a test where you go yeah. into a room, you lie on a bed, and a nurse puts this vibrating apparatus oh, on your Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for you and to that's basically... free in the NHS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's two, it's true. And there's two of, two of them in the room as well. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the whites of their eyes. Exactly. <laughs> this one. Yeah. So I mean, fair play to the nurse because I was thoroughly embarrassed, and you know, and essentially they're holding it there. You're like, you okay? Like, get up. Yeah. <laughs> and the test is basically to see whether you ejaculate or not. Um, and afterwards, you know, I, I, I was like, I don't really want to do that again anytime soon. So I was like, right, I'm on a mission now. I've got to find my own means to um, try and see if, if, if that can happen. So later that night, I set an alarm, two o'clock in the morning, I waited for the nurse to come in and sort of sign me the evening shift. So she closed the curtain, I was like, right, save time now. Boom, turn on the light, you know, have my phone out, some, some nice photos of, of Daisy, of course. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, sort of went the manual method without going into too much detail. Um, two minutes later, whew, curtains come flying back. <laughs> I'm like, literally sitting there, you know, hands, you know, fully exposed, <laughs> like, oh, um, and it's my ward mate sitting next to me and says, Chris, I know I borrowed your um, razor. Do you want it back? And I was like, no, don't worry about it, mate. You can keep it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Thanks anyway. Uh, so fully caught. We didn't make eye contact after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You left a couple of days later. across the ward towards each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, God. So I had, was, uh, I had my own room and a TV. <laughs> joking. I'll just leave it there. I'll just leave it there. So I kept to say, asking uh, for him to be evicted. <laughs> yeah. It was my turn. You had your own room, Rubes? Yeah, so because I had an infection when I first came in. I was it didn't last in, that long. <laughs> I was put in my own room, which had a TV and obviously freebie channels. So, Rubes, so you got to find out pretty early on if everything worked. Um, so, for me, it's a bit different because um, I have kind of, um, sorry, pre preservation of sensation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's like, it's obviously not as before, but after my injury, I still have some sensations in the groin area and the whole like it's just I don't know how but it got preserved a bit um, yeah so obviously when you're a boy you're actually, you know, see what happens and well for me it's a bit different because actually it works on reflexes now and those reflexes are quite good so far yeah, like they're yeah. going yeah so <laughs> once um, there was a nurse a male nurse who was helping me do cleaning cleaning and stuff and oh. Just it just went really ballistic. Oh, timing! And really. it wasn't the first time I knew, but it was a bit like, and I just lied there, and I was like, um, "Oh, good, we got reflexes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just use those Brilliant. reflexes, and it actually, it's not too bad. Actually, like, it's not as before, but yeah. 
it's not bad. Like, fight, yeah, it's not yeah. as, as it was before. You said it, once, yeah. Rubes, that you just had to kind of keep giving it a try because, you know, it's well, you that are yeah, losers. Yeah, because mm. one, one nurse told me, uh, um, use, or lo- use or lose it. And then my bicep just grew on the same day. Ah, <laughs> what massive arm. <laughs> Yeah, my left hand, my left hand wasn't that big, but my right hand. Yeah. I was in transfer with that hand. Yeah. I'm really interested to hear about that test that they did for the guys because Grace, we didn't have anything. Yeah, this so what, done, uh, oh, sorry. Oh no, sorry. This is what I found a bit ridiculous about. It's it's kind of classic about how there's tons of research out there for male sexual health and spinal cord injuries. You know, it's always the male anatomy that they use. When you try and look for female sexual health, nothing. Yeah, nothing. and the advice is basically just there's give no it a go. Test. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's all they that's said to me. Oh, yeah. you know, try. Which is, you know, it's See as important. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Anne Summers. It's like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, Anne Summers had a neuro- neurology degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually done the test twice, not once. Oh, my God. <laughs> you yeah. like it that much? No, <laughs> they, they told me to, if I want to like try it sort of manually, obviously it's not the same because that is like yeah. a genuine medical. But like, I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know how it changes the frequency? They change the oh, frequency. Yeah, yeah. There was one frequency that worked really well for me. So I was like, you know what? We have to try it a second time now. <laughs> you know, you can buy it as well. You can buy those. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about it. But well, no, I didn't get any results. He's looked into it. Right. Just, like, we didn't obviously get any results out. Yeah. yeah. But it was an enjoyable experience. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't give up on it yet. <laughs> Very good. Mark. Are you feeling really single at the moment? I am feeling really single and really quite pissed off because I didn't get this equipment and I didn't know how good it was until I listened to this podcast. (laughs) But yeah, um, I'm single and uh, it's not felt like a big priority, frankly, amongst all the other pressing priorities in terms of trying to deal with my life post-accident. I felt quite loved up on the morphine for the first 10 days. You have started to get out recently, though, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Well, I marched at Pride um, with ParaPride, which is a new organisation for disabled LGBTQ people. Um, And that that was really good and felt really affirming. We were invited by Stonewall to march at the front of the march, along with various other groups who suffer intersectional discrimination. Um, So we had queer Muslims in front and mermaids, the trans charity behind us. And it felt really good. That's pretty cool. That's That's awesome. And Para Pride is taking place on the 17th of August. And it's a whole separate thing. Yeah. An event rather than a march, because obviously many of us (laughs) have mobility problems that wheelchairs can't can't necessarily fully solve. And how important has it been to be part of an organisation like that? I think it is quite important. One of the things that's quite surprising for a Times columnist, but um, listening to Melanie Reed's book, uh, The World I Fell Out Of, which I'm not funded to mention anymore, but I was funded to mention. But we will take all funding. (laughs) And which is frankly for a spinal injured person in turns uplifting and depressing. Um, But she said that if you're young, um, embrace uh, identity politics and identity politics as a disabled person as as well as any other ground you have. And I think that's exactly right and the London Spino unit is 
literally the only place now where everyone t- still tells me I'm young. So that felt like advice to me. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about that, but now I feel like I can't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Grace, did you find a scary time being female? Did you find it more or... I mean, did you... Did you I feel like I'm a teenager again when you're kind of just discovering all of these things all over again that you maybe didn't have before and that kind of fear of going, oh no, I don't want to go near him. Yeah. Did you find that at all? Yeah, for sure. Especially because I feel like I didn't get any any information or, I mean, I'm not a test or anything, but just, yeah, I felt really scared to try anything. But like we are, the advice I give is just to just to keep trying and it's not, it's, you know, there's a lot you can do and it's not all, it's, it's, it's really terrifying at first, but you've got to, I think you've got to push through that fear. Mm-hmm. Slowly um, and surely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, cool. Okay, great. Okay, so guys, we're going to play the really clever game again. Um, Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Episode three. You're on there, aren't you, Chris? You've got one? Only oh, one, yeah. yeah. I need to Is it just Rubes? <laughs> he's usually oh, yeah. he's in second yeah, place, yeah. but he didn't even make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um again, for anybody who hasn't listened before, the Wheelie Clever quiz is a quiz that we have every week. And we have a leaderboard which you can have a look at on our social media channels. Um and that will show you our wonderful pictures um, of where everybody is on the leaderboard and who's winning. And at the moment, we have two joint first place between Ian and Grace. Joint second or third, is it, if there's two people in front? So yeah, joint third place then is Chris and Mark. And coming last, as usual, is Rubes. (laughs) I was like, Rubes Rubes isn't even on the scoreboard. Hopefully this week, okay. This feels yeah. like when I used to play Rubes at Sport. <laughs> Grace, I'm going to start with you. Okay, okay. so I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you're going to get a home run um, on this game, but let's, let's for one little bat, Grace. Oh, God. Um, who was once in a boy band? <gasps> uh, Ian. Really? 100%. Was there really going to be another? <laughs> no, there was no other answer, was there? It was called Boys Unlimited. <gasps> Can we get it on Spotify? You can get it. I'm, Boys I'm not Unlimited. even going to say it. Yeah, it, was a, it was a spoof documentary that James Corden did, strangely yeah. enough. Wow. There was a bad boy band and a good boy band, and I was in the good boy band. Right. But the documentary was about the bad boy band. <laughs> so I, there was just photoshops of me. In fact, my the most famous part, I think, was a life-size effigy of me holding my arms across my chest looking very sexual was burnt outside HMV. You just did what you did. For anyone listening, if you can find this, please send it to our email, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you can do. I will do anything to reward you. Go on all our social media channels. (laughs) We'll all share it across our old personal channels. It has been sent to me before. It is out there. So, uh, yeah. Quite funny. So is that the image you want to have of Ian? Always. Okay, great. The next question is for Mark. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, to get another picture up on the board, Mm -hmm. one of the team here cost us dearly at the Interspinal Unit Games by handing away the gold medal in tennis. (laughs) 
Who is that? Well, <laughs> Mark took part in the, com- in the competition. I just tennis. well, Rubes didn't get the gold medal. No, tennis, well, so he, he, he could have, him. but he was so rubbish. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to put this up. Is he going to get this right? Are you going to get it right? Are you going to get it right, I Mark? I don't... No. no it's... Um, Chris, remember, he missed it. Chris. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I won! <laughs> Can we let Mark make his own decisions? Yeah. No, I need support. It's the head injury. Chris? Chris. Is that your, is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Oh, my God, I fell on my wrist. Wait a Chris. No. I think you need to do that again. And again, <laughs> you were so wrong. Oh no! I should have known it. Of course, it was Woods. How did he get it? It's been three weeks. How did he get the gold medal in the first no, place? He gave, oh. he gave it away. Oh mine. Okay, you are. You should get minus points oh, for that. He took it too literally. I was trying to make it easy for you. Okay, Chris, I'll make this one as easy for you as I possibly can. Okay, because you need to get another. Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. You ready for it? I am. Who's going to dance to this song at his wedding? Do <laughs> <laughs> you need help, by the way, Chris? Ask me. I'm always <laughs> I believe that will be me. Woo! You need to give me a list of all of these songs, Ruth. Just so I've made a Spotify joke. playlist. Yes. <laughs> you need to listen to the podcast. Like, ah, yes, yeah, true, yeah. Okay, you're joining Gracie up here now. Cool. That is your second. Fresh on you, Noe. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah if you get this right, you're still going to be enjoying first, oh. Ian. Let me see. And it is your question next. Oh. We'll see. Okay. So one of the group once dyed their hair blonde and ended up looking like a tangerine for six months. Who was that? No. (laughs) You're not allowed to help him. No head shaking. No, I'm brown. That's the hell. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't work. I'll tell you, I'm going to go for Chris. You're going to go for Chris? I'll go for Chris. Chris is the right answer? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, it's the wrong answer. I'm going to take this. I just wished it was, I think. That's what it is. I, you know what? I have you done see that. You see, you as a blonde. It was Grace, wasn't it? Of course it was me. It was Grace. Okay. Who takes the lead? And, oh, I've got a good one for you now, Rubes. Are you ready to get a point? Come on, get on the way. Come Are you ready to get on the let's, point? Let's do this. Let's do this. Who knows all the words to Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice? No helping him, people. No helping him. I think that would be Rubes, but it can't be. It's his question. <laughs> Who knows? All it's the obviously words. not Grace, because Omar. <laughs> Chris. Oh, why not Grace? Because I, 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 I can't Chris? picture Chris doing it. Just better music taste. Yeah. 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 That's, maybe that's why it's so good. Okay. Who do you think it is? Oh, I have to go for Chris. Is that your final answer? No. <laughs> Oh, this is so hard. I need to get the point. Okay, but give him a second. Give him a second. We'll go for Ian. Ian. <laughs> and the answer is? Ah, it was Chris, wasn't it? It was Chris. Oh, you were so close. <laughs> you get, no, but hang on a second. Song. Wait, wait. Are you ready? Great song. And so, Chris, you need to prove it now. So, you I ready? I can do it right now if you want. Oh, hang on. You're going to play it along here. Do it. Oh, nice, nice. Ding, ding, ding. 
Do you want me to just sing it? Yeah. Are we, are we going to get, is it? Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Running them. Speak quick and nimble. I go crazy when I hit a symbol and a hi hat with a souped up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Rolling in my 5.0. The tap tap down so my hair can blow. The gully's on standby. Ready to say hi. Did you say? No. Just drove by. Kept on. You're totally defeating the purpose of this. When is the half point? I want a half point. No, half, sorry. Half of my picture on the board right now. He knows the words. Uh, Unfortunately, the answer was Chris. The answer was Chris. So you get no points again, Ray. Very good, though, guys. You like that? Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, so, who's winning? Grace! Grace! Yes. Grace, at the end of week three, Grace has three points. Chris has two points. Ian has two points. Mark has one point, And Rubes is still on zero. Point five. <laughs> point five. I tell you what, if you get it next week, then we'll give you big rounds of applause and yeah. claps. And, and we... Yeah, it'll be lots, big. Lots of that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's five of those. <laughs> Let's talk about our, our words of wisdom for this week. So every week we give little nuggets of wisdom that we've picked up since our injuries. And today we are talking about sex, love and relationships. So what would you say to people with spinal cord injuries who are worried about how their injuries will affect their relationships or their sex life? Um, Mark. Uh, I would say that if you're not in a relationship, then... There's no hurry. So take your time. Um, deal with all the other stuff you have to deal with and it will come. And um, if you are um, LGBTQ+, plus, then do embrace the uh, disability LGBTQ+, plus, uh, charities, because they're great. And also... Um, Get out in the scene. Don't be worried about the sort of body image fascism. And um, yeah, embrace your identity. Good advice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. Really like that. Rubes? <clears throat> Try the vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to invest in one then. <laughs> Gracie. I think be brave. I think just go for it. You got to experiment. There's a whole lot of fun to be had out there. You just got to find it out. Yeah. Cool. Chris, just keep trying. Yeah, similar to what Grace says. Just, just, just keep going at it, and you know, just be confident that there's, there's loads of ways, you know, to, 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 to live the sex life that you want, and um, yeah, just, 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 just don't give up with it. And Ian, communicate. Talk to your partner. Get it out there. Don't let it become an elephant in the room. So just talk about everything, talk about every all the situations and things that you're going through or experiencing yourself. Make sure you tell your partner as well as so they understand what you're going through so that you can both work together and get it sorted. Okay. Love that. Very good. Um, um, so, well, I have no advice to give because I have no love life. So, you know, boring. Um, so next week we are going to be talking about... So we won't mention Italian men. Oh, shut or, up. No, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, um, uh, moving swiftly along. Greek we'll be man. Greek, about, Greek, no. I 
duck, I'm just doing the whole movie. (laughs) 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 We'll be talking about bladder and bowel management issues next week. Um, I did promise some poo talk and, you know, it's coming, it's coming. Number seven's all the way. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. Um, Even our our bodily excretions still aren't as shit as Rube's tennis. (laughs) 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 Until next time, this is Spinal Crap. for listening to This Is Spinal Crap and thank you to our sponsors Colaplast. If you like this week's show please be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. 